0: Welcome to Speak Life Project with Lex. I'm so glad that you stopped in. This is a place where we talk about all the things from real life topics, daily struggles, and topics that most people don't want to talk about. Before we dive in, remember to like, subscribe, share, and then if you don't follow us on social media, go find us on underscore Speak Life Project to keep up with all the things that we're doing here. And now we're going to dive in. So today... I want to talk about, I want to say this to you. Do not, it's time to not be lazy. And I know that's like such a loaded saying or a loaded topic. So we're going to take the time to unfold it, but we're about to go into a new year, right? And with that comes us coming up with all kinds of New Year's resolutions, saying that we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And then literally like two weeks in, Everything that you set out to do, you drop the ball on because you can't just realistically make a list of things to do and do those things 100% within a month. Because I feel like like we go into it with this mindset, I'm going to go all the way, I'm going to change everything in one week. Like We start to like try to work on our fitness, eat better, wake up early, do this, this and that. And you, you're you setting yourself up for failure. Why am I saying this? I'm not saying it just to say it. I'm saying it because I have done this year after year after year saying I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that and make this list and start off strong in the, the first week and then Three weeks in, it's so much and so overwhelming that I'm like, you know what? Forget it. And then here comes the end of the year and you're remembering all the things that you said you were going to do throughout the year. And then you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't do any of it. So then the last month of the year, you try to cram in all these things that you want to do. And it's like this never ending cycle. So I wanted to bring this up because I'm not just talking about like lazy as in like you just sitting up in your bed all day long. If you're depressed, there's like different there's like different uh, ways you can be lazy. And so what I mean by the lazy that I want to uncover today is doing, knowing that you're supposed to be doing something or yearning and desiring to do something, but you're not. Something's always holding you back. And so you just choose to maybe scroll. And I'm telling you, that scrolling adds up throughout the day. And like I said, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not going to say anything that I haven't done or experience. I'm saying it because I get it. And so one of the things that I've been doing lately that I wanted to share with you ladies is I really, I think the moment that I stopped striving to like hit a list and check off a list throughout the year for my life is the minute that I realized things just started to fall into place. And I naturally, as I sought to grow in the Lord, reading his word, spending time with him, as I made that a priority this year, which that was one of my goals that I set in the beginning of the year. If you don't know, in the beginning of the year, I had a whole speak life 30-day challenge. It was a New Year's New Year's challenge and I had a group and there was about 70 of us 70 of us women in that group that created like a vision board for the year, but it wasn't the typical vision board. It was a vision board that we partnered with Holy Spirit on. And instead of making a huge list of the things that we wanted to do that was like unrealistic, what we did was we we broke up topics of different life topics that some of us go through. And we chose to like really reflect on that in our lives. So for example, we chose to work on relationships through this 30 days. So instead of saying, oh, I wanna be friends with this person and I wanna make sure that I go out once a week with this person, what we did was we reflected on our lives in the area of relationships. So man, I noticed that last year, this is an example. I noticed that last year I didn't have any friends. I chose to just be comfortable and secluded in my house and I'm yearning for friends, but I don't know even how to like, have the ball in my court again. I don't know what to do to get to that place. And so what we really did was we chose to be real with ourselves with these different topics and said, okay, so I'm not the best at relationships. Why? Because I'm not even trying. I'm not even trying to put myself out there. So instead of saying, I want to be friends with this person, that person, we chose to say in this area of relationships, I'm going to at least try to put myself out there more and then realize and help have Holy Spirit help me to get to the root of why I'm not wanting to be friends with anybody. What in my life is causing me to stop? What in my life is causing me to want to retreat? And so we really got to the root of things which caused us to realize, wow, this is why year after year when I set these goals, none of it ever works because I never got to the root of it. I just try to do it in my own strength in my own way. So I thought that that was a fun way to be able to, make creative vision for your year is by partnering with Holy Spirit, because we should put God first in everything that we do. And so when you choose to put him first, he's going to show you the vision because everything that we are doing here on the earth, and I don't think we grasp that, everything that we're doing here on the earth, it should line up with what God is wanting us to do. And maybe you're like, oh, I don't even know how what that looks like. I don't even know what I'm meant to do. That's why I'm saying you got to make it a priority to be in your word and to spend time with him every morning, which goes back to what I was trying to say before I got into all of this. I just wanted to set up the the story for you to know, like, wow, we did this this challenge in the beginning of the year. Instead of just making an endless, unrealistic list, we actually got to the root of some topics in our lives that are like major topics, finances what's your mindset behind the fi- finances you have a poverty mindset or you have a prosperity mindset because it doesn't even go it doesn't even come down to you having the actual resource it's a mindset so we got to talk about that too what is your mindset behind money because in order for you to ever even get to the place that you wrote on your list, oh, I want to make money and I want to be the boss babe, in order to ever even get there, you have to have the right mindset to get there. And if you don't have that mindset, then it's going to hinder you and stop you. So that's why we had to get to the root of that, too. So I, hopefully you, you have a, like a picture painted in your mind of what I mean by instead of just writing an endless list really just getting to the root of it so then you can begin to work on those things one thing at a time instead of 50 things at once so one of my things was okay I just turned 30 in the beginning of the year I turned 30 and I'm like I really cannot be stuck in my child childish ways anymore so god i really need help and so when i was asking him to show me the vision for my life one of the words that he gave me was increase it was going to be a year of increase and i stood on that word and i want to say truly that up until this point i literally have seen increase so much so and it's so amazing because when i allowed him to show me the vision for my life instead of me trying to come up with something because i'm like i want to compare it to this person or i think i should have more of this When he showed me what it looks like, then I started to stand on that and I started to believe it and I started to say it, which caused me to even like walk it out. And now I saw so much increase this year and I literally cannot wait for next year to see what the Lord has in store. And so I got the word increase and then I was like, Lord, I want to spend more time in your word and I also want to spend more time in your presence. So slow by slow, I would try to get that time in before the kids got up. And before it was hard because anytime they would like sniff me getting up out of the bed or if they knew that like if I made a creak on the stairs, they would wake up. They're like, oh, mom's up. I'm up. And I was like, oh, man, Lord, how am I going to do this? I either got to wake up super early or I got to go to to bed super late to get this time in. But I'm going to make it a priority because all the other things that I wrote that I that I that you're showing me to, to pursue in this year will not happen until I spend that time with you and get to know your voice and get to know you and get to know your heartbeat and what you're saying. None of the other stuff matters until that time with you. So I'm like, I'm going to make that a priority. And so a lot of us in the group, we all had that same heart. And so we even made a space, a, a prayer space for us to have when we get up in the morning to go because it it is nice to have like a space specifically for you to to meet God I don't really use that space anymore I actually go downstairs in my living room when it's like pitch dark there's nobody else it's just me and Jesus quiet and that's my new space that I like to sit and talk to God sometimes I'll get up and dance and pace back and forth but when I set out to do that, it started to get easier and easier. At first it was so hard, I'm like, yo, I'm so tired. And I'm like, sometimes I would doze off and I'm like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I would wake up and I'm like, oh my goodness, I dozed off on you, Lord. And someone said this to me a while ago that spoke to me when I do when I would doze off instead of beating myself up. Um, they said when you're when you're reading a book to your child and they're sitting on your lap and you're holding them and they're reading and they fall asleep, you don't get mad at them. You're not like, oh, my goodness, how could you fall asleep when I'm talking? Like, get up. No, you're like, oh, that's so sweet. And you just like, you know, love on them. And that's what God does with us. He's not like, oh, my goodness, you filthy animal, you dirty sinner, like you fell asleep. He literally, he loves us. And I think we have this like weird skewed vision of who God is which that's a whole nother topic. The way that you see your father is the way that you see God. And you could break that. If you have a bad vision of a father, you could break that perception in your mind so that you could have a true relationship with God because he's not, there's two sides of him, but he's not always like, Oh, I'm going to punish you because of this and that, you know, he doesn't punish us. And so I feel like a lot of people see God in that way, but back to the, the pursuing of him and getting that time. in. so, Now here I am towards the end of the year and I'm telling you like my life trajectory has changed so much because when I pursued that time, I'm telling you like ideas, visions, um, the way that my day is set, the tone that I set for, for the day through him. I cannot tell you that I literally have to have that time now. It went from like forcing myself to like, I desire that time. Like I cannot wait to dive in and to get that time. And sometimes it's longer than others. Sometimes my, when my husband is like ready and stuff, he'll come down and start talking and I'm like, you're taking up my time right now. And he's like, oh, am I? (laughs) But you know, I, I, it's not going to be perfect every single time. And so I I know that I realize that. And so I just get the time that I can in. And then especially if you have young ones, I get it. Like they're going to get up early sometimes. Like sometimes I'll hear the footprints coming, the footsteps coming down the stairs. And I'm like, oh man, there goes that time. I only got like 20 minutes in, but I still felt refreshed and he knows. So in those 10, 20 minutes, you'll feel so refreshed your day is set for the, your tone is set for the day. Next thing you know, you're like vibrant and happy and excited. And so not only did I pursue that time, but I also started to read books. Actually, I didn't start to read books because I'm in ministry school now and I have no time. I have like 10 books I have to read for them and chapters. I'm literally like so behind right now. And I'm like, I got to catch up with that. And there's other books that I want to read, but If I'm going to have time to read, I'm going to read my word. I'm going to read the word over anything else. But there's this app that I found and I accidentally paid for it for the year. So I'm like, well, I got to utilize it. And it's called the Headway app. And so they have like a lot of like self-help books and like books on finances and success. And some of the books are from Christian authors. Some of them are not. And so you got to chew the meat and spit out the bones. And that's what I do. But what they do is they summarize all of these like books And put it and condense it into 15 minutes. So you can either read it or listen to it. I'm a visual learner. So I'll actually listen to it and read it at the same time while it's like reading along. I'll read along with the person that's saying it. And I've been learning a lot through that. There's this one book and I never read the whole book. So I don't want you guys to like stoned me or something, because I don't know the full book from the 15 minutes that I know is decent. But there's this book called The 5am Club. And it talks about the habits. And there's another book, I think it's called The Habits of Highly Successful People. There's that's in there too. But there's like all these books that talk about what successful people do. And of course, our success looks different from the world. But like I said, I chew the meat and I spit out the bones. And what they talked about, which I believe that anyone can learn from this is that Your first hour, the way that you spend your first hour in the day sets the tone for the rest of the day. And one thing that successful people do that's different from the average person is successful people look at the little things that they can work on throughout the day and it eventually adds up into a big thing, a skill. They work on the skills or something, a talent that they have. They work on that thing, on the little things, to make it stronger and something that's desirable in the future, if that makes sense. And then an average person, they choose to focus on the big things, which I was like, Ooh, that'll preach. They focus on the big things so much so that they never, they never um, get to the place where they perfect the, the small things because it's actually the small things that create a habit that we, that will make or break our success in life that help our choices. And if you can't focus on the little things that turn up into the big things, then you're never going to get to the place of being successful. And so I was like, that's very interesting. I never heard of it in that way. So I just, you know, was writing down some nuggets, but also the first hour, how you spend it matters. And of course, you know, like I said, they, the way that they spend their day is a little different. They may not put God first, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. So when I get up the minute, And then they talked about getting up early because the earlier that you get up, if you get up when people are still sleeping, they said the average person, you know, they sleep in later, but successful people get up while other people are sleeping and they put the work in. they get all the hard things done first. So like say, you know, you have daunting tasks ahead of you. Before you even get to the daunting tasks, you get in what you need to get in to help you set the tone for the day. So say like working out, Drinking that water, eating a good breakfast, showering, and then um, spending time in your Bible and in the word and with the Lord, which I I would switch that around and do that first. But I'm just throwing those things out there. Whatever you always say, Oh, I never have time to do. You do it in the morning before everyone gets up. And then after you get those things out of the way, it's no longer in your mind. Like, Oh, I got to get this done and I have to work out and I still have to shower and I still have to eat a hearty good breakfast, but you already got those things out of the way. And then after that, you go, you jump straight into the top three things that you need to do to get done for the day. So then you're not always pushing it off. And that's what the average person does. They're always pushing it off. I want to push it off to the next day. I'm going to push it off to the next thing. Next thing you know, it's just always there. The priority, the things that you should prioritize are never getting done. And so I was like, this is so interesting and it's so meaty, like I'm going to I'm going to try it. And so I started getting up at 6 a.m. I was like, I don't know if I can get up at 5 a.m. yet. I'm going to start off at 6. So I started to get up at 6, and it was so hard at first. I was like, I'm so tired. But I would force myself. So even if it was slow, it was a slow start, and by the time I got downstairs, it was like 6.15, 6.30, I was like, I'm still getting up out of this bed, setting the alarm at 6, and I'm doing this. So I got up at 6, and even though I was tired, made my way downstairs, opened the word, Uh, spent some time with the Lord, got some coffee, moved my body. Even if it was just a 10 minute stretch, that's what I started. I'm starting to like that. I noticed is doing a stretch in the morning, did my stretch stretches. And then I did some other things. Like there's some things that I've been working on that I'll divulge in the future. But like the book was saying, some things that you always put off that you want to do that would invest in yourself do those things in the morning. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. So I started doing it. And even though it was only like 20 minutes that I worked on that one thing, the one project that I've been wanting to get done for years, it's starting to like pile up, meaning like it's starting to all come together. So the little 20 minutes here, the little 20 minutes there, the little 20 minutes the next day that I've been spending on it, it's actually coming together. And I'm like, wow, this is really working. So it went from being so hard to wake up at six To now, I literally like my body naturally just gets up at six, and so the other day I woke up at like five forty-five. I'm like, I'm gonna work my way to that five a.m. And same thing, it it felt so good. So by the time the kids got down, my husband was downstairs, and everyone was ready to start the day and homeschool and all that thing, all those things. I was so, I felt so good. I felt like I got a lot of things accomplished. I had a plan set. I had my breakfast already. And so I felt like I was actually on top of the things that I needed to get done. And then lastly, I wanted to say to add to that, because like I said, we don't look to the self-help books. We're going to choose the word of God before, but they actually have some good nuggets in those. And because I have that app, I was like, why not? Why not check it out? So I don't know if you guys would ever like check that app out or anything, but I'm telling you it's, It's really good. And it was, like I said, chew the meat, spit out the bone. But long story short, it's literally changed my life. It's changed the trajectory of my life. Because now I realize the more that I'm being responsible with my time, because I have so many things that's going on right now. And the more that I'm being responsible with it and showing the Lord that I'm being a good steward of the time that he's given me and the things that he's putting on my plate, I've been getting more things come my way, coming my way. And instead of like being scared or stressed or overwhelmed about it, I'm like, it's all right. I got this because first of all, I'm putting him first. I'm meditating on his word all day long. And in the, I'm setting the tone with putting him first that he literally will give me nuggets and he gives me the provision and he gives me the ideas to be able to counter those things in, in ways that I would have never came up on my own. And I even tell them that every day I'm like, Lord, I cannot do this on my own. I need you. And he helps me every day. And so I hope that this is encouraging you. My whole heart behind this is that we do not have time to be lazy. So I said a lot to say is, if there's something in you that you know what you're supposed to do or you you know what you would like to do, but there's always you're always tired, you're always weary, you're exhausted, you're spiritually, emotionally exhausted. And so a lot of times when you're when your mind is is fogged up or or in that state, it causes your physical body to be tired. Next thing you know, you're just sitting around when you get home from work, if you work, or if you're done with doing things with your kids or chores, you're always having to sit down up on the couch. Next thing you know, you're scrolling. Then the scrolling turns into two hours. And then you beat yourself up because you're like, yo, I could have did something else with that time, but I chose to do that. And it's like this cycle and I get it because I lived that for years. And then when someone... Like when someone would say something like, Oh, you're just you're being lazy, it would trigger me and I'd get mad and then I'd try to prove a point. And it was just like this ugly cycle. But it wasn't because I was lazy as in like I don't want to do nothing. It was because I was exhausted. I was just so tired. And so what I realized in my own life throughout this past year of really trying to change that and not and have more energy and feel more vibrant throughout the day was when I chose to really work on one thing at a time instead of all the things at once, it began to add up. And next thing you know, the things that I tried for years and years and years to work on in a list, I worked on throughout this year without even having to like strive for it. But the key was working on one thing at a time and praying against that laziness and the slothfulness. I would pray that. I'm like, Lord, I break that laziness. like Any laziness, any slothfulness that I'm feeling, help me to get unstuck out of that help give me supernatural strength I'm begging you I'm like please I need that supernatural strength and then I would and then also we gotta make the right choices too so if I'm getting up at five thirty-six, I gotta go to bed a little earlier and that's the big thing for me too is that I've been going to sleep earlier before I would stay up till like one in the morning or you know later and of course there's some times where we're out and about and doing things and I sometimes I'm gonna go to bed late so sometimes I'll change up that 6 a.m and get up a little like an hour later so I can get that rest because rest is important. Sleeping and getting the shut eye is important too for your, your physical body to be able to function and for your brain to work and all the emotions and all the things. And so it's important too to choose the night before. Okay. If I know that my habit is to just when I'm tired to just sit around and not really get stuff done, then I got to make the choice to go to bed early. No matter what, I got to prioritize that. That's another thing. In order for your mornings to go well, you got to be able to prioritize the nighttime and get stuff done in the night. And so I, not in the night, get get stuff done the night before to set up for a successful morning. And that's another thing I've been learning. And of course it's trial and error. I'm not perfect at it, but it's starting to become a habit. And that's the whole point. The more that you work on the little things that you don't like, that you want to get better at, And to to rise up out of that laziness and that just moping around and exhaustion is to work on one thing at a time and then it'll start to add up and next thing you know, you look back and you're like, wow, I've I've come a long way. So I just wanted to encourage you in that, that as we go into this new year you don't have to be that person that looks back at the end of the year, like I didn't get anything done. I'm just this person that never does anything. And then you see these people around you that are running and you're like, there must be something special about them. The only thing that's special, the difference between you and the person that's running, that's getting stuff done. And I started to realize this and now I'm becoming that person that's getting stuff done. The difference between that person and the person that's getting stuff done is that they're prioritizing their time that they have. They're really stewarding what God has given them because that that's something that the Lord has given us as time. And so we should be able to steward that well and not just waste it because you can never get that time back. That's what's so scary. And so the difference is they're prioritizing rest, they're pri- prioritizing their stuff that they're doing in the morning. They're working on the little things to add up to the big things instead of just focusing on the big things. And then never focusing on the little things that make the machine work. Does that make sense? So if you can do that, if you can focus on one thing in January, don't even try to focus on the hundred other things that you need to do to change as a person, focus on one thing, focus on getting in that time with the Lord, praying in your word. And I'm telling you, it'll begin to transform you because the written word is the living word and the living word becomes the spoken word in your life. And so if you could just get that, I'm telling you, it'll just change your whole trajectory of your life as you begin to just dive into the word. And even if right now you're like, I don't even know how to understand the word. Start with like a scripture and start meditating on that. Write it down. Look at that thing all day, every day until you understand it it, and then move on to the next scripture. Because a lot of times we make it complicated. We're like, we don't know how to do this. I don't understand. But if you just take it scripture by scripture, meditate on it. I'm telling you, you'll begin to, um, you'll begin to understand because that's what the the help of the Holy Spirit is, is to help guide you through these things. So I hope that this encouraged you. I'm excited for all that's to come for the next year and all that God has in store and all the changes and things that happens in you, the growth. I can't wait to see all that because we're all meant to grow. We're not meant to just stay stagnant and Stunted in one area, but we're meant to continue to grow and learn all throughout life. So, Father, I just pray for each and every person that's on here. I just come against the spirit of laziness or slothfulness. Anyone that's feeling like they never have enough energy to get stuff done, any excuses that's being made, any procrastination, we come against that in Jesus' name. And I just pray that you would give them life and energy, supernatural strength to be able to get the stuff done that they need to get done, to be able to work on the things that you're wanting them to do, Father. And I just pray that um, you would show them the one thing that they can work on, not the hundreds of things, because we know that we all have stuff to work on, but the one thing that they can actually start to do today to be able to work on, to create a habit over time. And as they do that, we know that the other things will just begin to fall into place. And I just pray that you would show them that one thing, show them how they can begin to to uh, oil this machine and work on the little things that make the big things work and come into play. And I thank you for all that you're about to do in, in these ladies, all the growth that's about to take place this year. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to speak life always, and I will catch you guys next week. Bye.